Hello, welcome to Black Cap Recap, where two bald guys wear black ball caps and dive into the deeper meaning of movies, TV, and media. We're your co-hosts, Sean McCannelly and Aaron Russo. This is a conversation between two friends, and we hope that you enjoyed as much as we do. Welcome back to Black Cap Recap. Today we are recapping the last three episodes of Handmaid's Tale Season 5, Episodes 8, 9, and 10. Um, and so we left off with, with Episode 7, and both a lot and nothing happened in the last three episodes, or uh, in our opinion, kind of tailspun a little bit here at the end. Um, so I don't know if you want to break it up into like, basically like June, Luke, tr- Lane, and a Serena Lane, and then like Gilead slash Lawrence Nick Lane, and maybe Jan- um, Janine is kind of in there too. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's kind of the main buckets of stories we're in. That's probably a good way to approach it. Yeah. So maybe go from the least to the most central. Yeah. So the least central, I guess, would be Janine and Lydia. Yeah. Yeah, so which, which is well, that's kind of tied almost, with Lawrence, though. Almost so. I don't know. I didn't do the math, but like Janine is barely in any of the episodes of these three, or in yes, in, yeah. I mean, she's barely in it. Maybe but, yeah, maybe only at the end there. I don't remember. But they made her. a point of yeah. putting her in the finale, right? Which for me was just very confusing. I was like. Yeah. What are we supposed to be getting here? So she's she's brought in as the handmaid, not really functionally, but in the household of Lawrence, who has married or is marrying, marrying Commander Putnam's she's widow. In the, in the last episode, because there's a wed- their wedding. Yeah, because she's vulnerable, supposedly, as a widow. And, and for whatever and reason, Gilead, Lawrence, I guess. Yeah, and Lawrence is trying to, I guess, help her out. And then since Mrs. Putnam has Janine's kid, as their kid, then there was an arrangement. I don't know if Lawrence, like, did Lawrence, like, out of the kindness of his heart, have Janine do it? Like, how, how and why did that all, that all come together? I feel like that was really kind of rushed and undercooked. But suddenly oh, we have Janine. To say the least. We have Janine and Mrs. Putnam and Commander Lawrence in the same roof. And then everything's kind of okay, but then Mrs. Putnam or Mrs. Lawrence now is like, oh, well, the kid's with Grandma and Grandpa for the summer or something. And then she calls her off, jo- off Joseph. And then Janine just like flips the switch and says, we're not friends. And she like rails on Mrs. Putnam. Yeah. And the next thing you know, she's getting carted off to who knows where. And Lydia has a confusing face on her of like, is Lydia like, okay, screw this. I'm going after her. Or is she like serves her right? Or like I couldn't, that was just very, very undercooked to me. That whole filler, it's almost filler. Like we got to, f- <laughs> we need Janine contractually for over many episodes. And what are we going to do with her? And, I kind of don't care where she. If she's I, going to the colonies, I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that, you, you, that is the exact. It was. It was. So. It, it's it's a really good example of what I think is going wrong with the show, which is I'll use that example of mm-hmm. the scene between her and Mrs. Putnam, where she just stands up to her, yeah. which was supposed to be a very powerful dramatic moment, mm-hmm. and it absolutely wasn't. There's no build-up. There's no build-up. Yeah. And I have no idea how this fits into the story, other than Janine herself's story. Right. But I have no idea how it fits into really anything. Yeah, does this jeopardize something Lawrence was trying to do? No. You know, change What does he care? He's married to Putnam's Putnam's widow, and he's doing his political thing. Like, the whole Mm -hmm. story of Janine is just, like, was completely, like, left on the far, far, far back Mm -hmm. burner and then return to front and center mm-hmm. at the last minute with, I really just, with no, and I was watching somebody, he was talking about like, like Janine, like it's just this character that's just, re- they recycle like into these scenarios, like Janine, the oppressed yeah. kind of weirdo, Janine like who kind of stands reality. up for herself yep. and then Janine who is in jeopardy mm-hmm. and they just keep doing that over <laughs> and over again and like, I don't know where it's going and it, it seems uh, irrelevant at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be relevant in the next season, but I think that speaks to, as we go through this, like, by the time we get to the end of the season, 
I have no idea what any of the story, like literally like from a, from a plot line mm -hmm. perspective, from a geographic perspective, from a whatever perspective you want to look at, this just appears to be going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like if, you, if I had, yeah, okay, anyway, yeah. all right. So, so it's Janine and Lydia, really. Janine and Lydia. Lydia didn't really go on any kind of journey. Or she's no different in this season from whatever she's gone through. Whatever happened with Esther, where she just disappeared. Like, yeah, Esther, there was like, no was, true like, change of heart because like, Lydia's right back at being Aunt Lydia with all the handmaidens in the, in the academy thing and kind of saying, like, oh, you can whistle while you work, but make sure it's hymns. And, like, just, and she's all just pontificating about everything and just... Just church lady Lydia again. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's just like, deteriorated to like her? just like I feel like I'm watching a bunch of YouTube shorts or something. Like mm. it's just I don't even know what I don't. Yeah, know those felt like what remember like they used to little, do like webisodes. Yeah, like webisodes would be like a thing that people did, you know 15 years ago. Shows right. would do like these in the off season. They would do these little snips, and that felt like like that kind of thing. That I mean, they, there's definitely a history between Mrs. Putnam and Janine, but they're reaching way back. Like yeah, and trying to. Pull I, that I out. forgot for a minute. That they had her kid. Yeah, I, I like, mean, oh, yeah. it's just <laughs> I don't understand. I don't really have anything to say about it. And I, I, for some reason, um, I don't know if this is intentional or not. But as it relates to Lydia, I have no idea what they're trying to do with her character. Right. And her performance is becoming very annoying. <laughs> like I feel like, which is happening, I think, in the entire show, is they're just the same character just kind of recycling the same kind of like scenes and lines over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like there's just how many scenes we have to see of Lydia, Aunt Lydia um, in her own twisted way um, caring for and trying to protect the handmaids, mm -hmm. but yet being the instrument of her, like, you know, because she keeps telling her like, you know, the end of this finale, she's like, you need to make it right. You need to apologize. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. like, do you care about this person? I can't tell yeah. what they're trying to do. Or if, if they're intentionally trying to make it confusing, then mission accomplished, because I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what Aunt Lydia's story is. That's what's, yeah, that's what's frustrating about this, is like, I don't know if they're trying to be like, ooh, let's keep everyone guessing, or just like, or you're just, if you're bad at writing, then we're confused and we shouldn't be, right? Then that's just not, I'm confused. that's poorly executed. Instead I'm confused like, and disinterested as it relates to right. Janine. I think that's I, what it hinges on. If you're not interested, which is, you can be confused and interested and engaged or confused and like, I don't even care. And like the most compelling, like <laughs> that scene, at the, what was it? Was it in the first episode, second episode? Where, where, um, of the season or of this trilogy? That we're of the, about? the season. Yeah. The, the, the scene where she poisons. Oh, yeah. When, what was uh, her name? Early on. Esther. Es when Esther Janine. poisons Janine. Yeah. That was, I was like, oh, yeah. I was in. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. this is crazy. This is going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And then it never was again. Because you never see Esther really again other than she Other than that one scene same. where she wakes up and has a fit on the bed. And then that's it. We don't ever see her again. No. <laughs> like, what? And this they were setting like her up dangling last, They set her up thing. last season to be like the new June kind of like, she, when she showed up next to Janine in like the Handmaid Academy, we were like, oh my gosh, like Esther, she's going to be like the new June, like causing trouble and. Yeah, never just a meandering, <laughs> little dangling appendage of a storyline that really mm -hmm. is pointless. Anyway, next. Next, <laughs> uh, Lawrence and Nick. Lawrence and Nick and the Gilead. So new new Bethlehem elite. is is Lawrence's like idea for this like in between, like a new Gilead, like a new face on it. That's supposed to be like not as harsh and not as nasty, I guess. It's like he want, he was he was saying that it was supposed to be a place. Where people who were leaving Gilead, mm -hmm. who had left, could come back and be safe. Yeah, from their home countries, or safe from both Gilead and home countries. But it's kind of like it's a trap, you know. Like that was Luke's. Well, so that Luke was that was ultimately June's dilemma. Like, right. is this? Are you full of shit? Right. Or is this a real thing? And we don't really find the answer because of the military raid. That tips June the other way, but like if that hadn't happened, you know what I mean? Like Lawrence had, like everyone well, had to play their part for that, but like I can't tell what is could, Lawrence, you know, yes, can, can you put will? in one sentence yeah. what Commander Lawrence's story, what, yeah. what it, I have no idea. They were doing better for it with him, with me, with like keeping me guessing, and then it got frustrating with him. We're like, I just don't know how to read you, man. Like yeah. it was fun until it wasn't, you know, with him. Like first he had so this really we, like compelling we kind of like he was going to be tearing like it all he down. recognized 
he, he felt tremendous guilt yeah. for his part in mm -hmm. masterminding Gilead. And then he was trying to um, undermine it from within. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of became... Uh, I couldn't tell if like they were trying to show that he went back in the direction of being like a card-carrying Gileadite or and then like they had that scene in the one of the last three episodes where he's having that phone conversation with June mm -hmm. and he's weeping like crying talking right. to her because yeah. he's like really trying to help her and that's when she then she tells him that she killed his wife is out of that conversation when she tells him to screw off, right? Yes, and then she goes crazy and, and destroys like, all the plants in her garden. Yeah. And then, like, the next episode or two, Commander Lawrence is basically like, I don't care if she's... He's basically, like, blowing off the fact that Gilead is targeting her to Nick and saying, hey, in war, everybody gets bloody. Yeah. And I was like, well, what? Are you, what? Like, who, who are you? Right. Like, which guy well, are you? I feel like they... If I'm getting the sequence right... I think the revelation that June let his wife die, right? And we saw that happen where she was joking or whatever. Or, you know, right. he, he, she told him that. Yeah, she, I watched she her die. Him, yeah. And yeah. I think that broke him in a way. And then what broke June was like Gilead shooting down the fighter planes, trying to, I don't know. I don't know how you have fighter planes like rescue somebody. But, <laughs> but um, there's supposedly some kind of raid or rescue of at the Air Force Academy is where all the, the wife school is. And that didn't, it, that didn't work out. And that made it so Lawrence, if he could control it, he definitely can't save face now. Like he has to, I mean, they were like invaded, like it's too far. He can't do anything his hands are well, he's big, Because he's still trying to work from the inside, right. he can't. Right. So, and that's it, why he says at one yeah. point, he asks June to make a statement right. about how inappropriate that mm -hmm. was. And she's like, I'm never gonna say right. that. So then, yeah, but then it's like, why is he then just giving up on trying to reform it and be like, fine, I'll just, like, I don't I'll know. actually convert? <laughs> he almost went to the point of, it almost got to the point where he was like, he went back to being almost like comic relief, where yeah. he was making these really funny comments during his wedding and mm -hmm. like the, all the awkward moments with, with Putnam's widow. Like, sure, everyone has a job around here to do, in the house or whatever. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just so confused. Yeah. Like, and then like, so the whole like, New New Bethlehem thing that clearly that just didn't work. That wasn't even mentioned in the last episode. Like that kind of went nowhere, or it's just they're putting a pin in that, I guess, for the future because nobody talked about New Bethlehem. It you went know. it went nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like this is weird. And then so then Nick is after the botched raid. Then I think June June tries to talk to Nick and. CAA uh, Tuello tries to talk to him and tries mm -hmm. to like tries again to recruit him and Nick like declines full on like he he's like no <laughs> like he's almost like he's decided he's with Gilead it's, he's, he's to he told June and Tuello at, at, in the past yeah. he told Tuello no mm -hmm. and he told June look you're not going to hear from me for a while right because I have a family now and, and, the heat's I, on and yeah and like yeah. I gotta be cool but then he met with and then, her. And then they canceled all of that. Right. He actually did a complete about face. He does care about Met it. with Tuello, agreed right. to everything he wants. And Signed a contract. <laughs> sabotaged his marriage and his own personal security yeah. by walking into Commander Lawrence's wedding and slugging him in front of everyone because he was pissed about what they tried to do to June, mm -hmm. which means that everything he said before, which there was they no just reversed. evidence that the guy who tried to run over June had anything to do with Gilead. Like right. the, in a direct way, right? Like he's he, just like he the had the little yeah. Gilead bumper sticker. Oh yeah, but that doesn't necessarily no, mean yeah. that he's like a direct. Right. And they never connected the guy who shot at her at the protest. They said, "Well, we don't have any proof that he's connected to Gilead yet. Right. We're trying. We're working on it." And it wasn't. Were they trying to kill her? Or were they just like shooting people at this thing? Not right? clear. That it wasn't clear that if she was being targeted at this thing, it was just a shooting at this thing that she was at. Right. I couldn't. Not tell clear. That never explained. Right. And so, like, but to be so honest, I, I don't care. I only like the only thing I can think of is that, like, Lawrence and Nick, it was like planned out and staged so that, like, like Nick would take the hit so that to take the attention off Lawrence, like, so, like, Nick makes himself a scapegoat and he had like signed something 
like going into it that like the CIA will help Nick get out of prison if in order like maybe they make Lawrence the asset now instead of Nick like Nick's like I won't do it but Lawrence will so I'm gonna like well he, he agrees <laughs> to be the asset and then gets himself down. locked up yeah I, well I mean we see something happen at the bridge we see he signs something yeah and then he says like they're talking cryptically so it's like I don't know if it's some kind of fake out or just bad like bad setup and like they're literally just undoing yeah like I don't know because <laughs> I liked that I like the idea of like Nick's like I'd love to but I can't or like no like that's too much at stake like this is too complicated it is it is yet another and, like, example of the schizophrenic meandering that this show yeah. is doing it's like they keep like like they 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 take these character arcs that should last half a season mm-hmm. and they try to do it in one and a half episodes yeah constant like never it's it's constant they do it with every, literally every character mm-hmm. and then on top of that they take other characters and just completely put them aside like like Janine like yep. like uh, what, the other girl yep. like like um, what's her name um, Moira's Moira is a, a cipher she's literally right. useless at this point yeah she's a nanny if that like full-time babysitter yeah when you don't see the kid you assume she's with Moira you think she right. has to be, otherwise there's nobody watching the kid. <laughs> well, the other Martha's there too. Oh, she's even worse. They barely even put her in the show. Like it's like, what is she? Oh yeah, you're still around. Like, and she shows up to just deliver a line in this yeah. scenario where you're like, you're not. You haven't even been in half of these conversations. What are you even doing here? Anyway, so that, so that's th- June. So then June and Luke. They're the first half of this three arc, this three episode arc is then like going back and forth about the new Bethlehem thing. Which kind of force it gets resolved on its own because of the raid thing. Where like she's probably about to say like yeah let's do it. Then like twelve is like oh we found her right. There's a tape which maybe right. was um, Alexis Bledel's character uh, Emily. Like maybe Emily <laughs> filmed it. I don't know. We never know who filmed it. They don't know. I have no idea how. I guess that footage was enough. I thought that was from Lawrence or Nick that gave it, but it wasn't. It seemed really odd to me that that footage was enough to identify exactly where they were. Well, it's the Air I Force guess. Academy. I've been there, and I, I recognize it immediately, actually. Like, that hallway, like, I could tell what it was. But in the show, like, I don't... I guess the, because the U.S. Would know government the would know yeah. their own, I guess. Yeah, okay. they would know. But um, Seems like a strange place for wife school, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like an academy, so I guess it makes sense. But then again, they're, like, not staying in those academy dorms. They're staying in, like... The tents, like in a big court, courtyard building thing. Okay, so <laughs> that's another thing. We get this one. So, for, mm-hmm. you get one. I don't one know. Hit. This doesn't yeah. fit into any of the particular storylines, but it's just another example to me of what they're doing wrong. Which is like, like you set up this thing where it's like, we found her. Right. We're gonna do a raid. We're gonna try to rescue her. And we're not even five minutes into the next episode. Oh, it failed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, because it was such a pivotal moment. Like, yeah. right, the, the fact that, like you said, that they had that figured out where she was. Yeah, they were about to go to That was there. We're not going to go to New Bethlehem thing. because now right. we can just get Hannah directly to us. Right. Because New Bethlehem was like maybe a stepping, like, because they're dangling Hannah. They're like, she could get placed. She could anytime. be your neighbor. Yeah. Because if you live there, her husband could be near next door neighbor, and then Nick and his family is other next door neighbor, and you can all live happily ever after. That's and kind of what Lawrence that's what like Lawrence you can, you can borrow sugar from each other, yeah. or whatever kids call it these days. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, man, that's so tempting, but like, I don't know if I can trust it. But like, that would be ideal, I guess, right? Like, all else being considered, like, Gillian's not just going to give up Hannah. And but it's understandable that June would have yeah. sincere and Nick would be like, Are you kidding re- reservations. Me? Like, or uh, Luke is like the guy, the architect of Gilead is who you're literally. But it's not. She, it's not so much that I wouldn't trust Lawrence. It's that I wouldn't trust Gilead. getting in, in their borders again. Like yeah, anything yeah. could happen. Lawrence right. could be taken out, yeah. and everything could be. Like I think was it him who said like, um, like after every Gorbachev is the Putin, right? So like there's Lawrence Gorbachev doing Glasnost and whatever, right? But then. Who's Putin after that? Putin's that one right? dude. Yeah. That, 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 that again, another character yeah. who disappeared for like five the episodes and then guy. showed it up at the end and yeah. be like, hey, The hey, one hey. with the shark eyes? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. He's barely even there. Right. Like, or even Nick. Like, could Nick become the, the Putin? Right? Is he going to go so dark now? Like, <laughs> I, I feel like. No, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, so they needed some dramatic, like, hope almost. Like, and then they can dash the hope, right? So like they needed some way out of this conundrum of like, what do we do about 
this new Bethlehem thing, and then it's like out of nowhere, like, oh, we found her, and then, okay, let's let's focus on that now, and then oh, that that, and then so when after that <laughs> fails, then we have this, then we have the uprising of anti-immigrant or anti-refugee sentiment, right? Yeah, there's two things about that. Like, okay, there's the there's this like. First of all, like all the scenes where they show the Canadians protesting is so corny and cheesy and <laughs> fake and staged and I, does nothing for me. Right. There's no, yeah, that's not. There's no development of that. Right. Like, there's we no, don't know why. They don't, they don't like show them. like, like, yeah, I have no idea. Like, like all of a sudden the Canadians are just these she's, murderous protesters. She's growing like, vegetables. January 6th comes to Canada. Like, I mean. For no reason. Yeah. I don't know why. There's no, yeah, it's not explained. Obviously, like, I mean, June is like. It's almost like they just, oh, we just want to be relevant so we're going to yeah. uh, address the uh, treatment of refugees in our show by making the canadians all of a sudden and, and the, the absolutely like most ridiculous line in the entire season is when june at the end in the finale basically says we have to leave right now because canada is becoming gilead yeah i was like Excuse that's what i'm saying like that's where that what? that whole arc culminated in like yeah we waited too long to get out of Boston and I don't want to make that mistake again because I'm seeing like which is an intriguing like that would have been you could take a whole season to build that out because we did start to see like right but things, instead they but they didn't really spend rushed. any time yeah. on it they just told us right yes so like that was they tell, literally that just was a, told a, us a, a tell don't show and you should have been you should have seen that in, coming and then in the previous like, seasons, like a frog and kettle kind of thing you know when they had the flashbacks in the previous seasons where they showed right. that slide mm -hmm. into Gilead that that's worked. how you do it yeah yeah in Canada, they were just like, the Canadians are becoming Gileadites. Right. Uh, we have to leave. Mm -hmm. What? Like the, they did no world building to right, develop yeah, that. That's a good way to put it. They there did was, nothing. Because our only, I mean, we saw some of the other survivors like in the, fo in the focus group, the help group last season. And then there's just this house with these four or five people. You know, Moira. The, the wheelers? No, there's, oh, there's oh, yeah. Like the our, refugees. Our main house. Is, right, right, right. As far as we know, there's no other, like, is how, how big is this refugee community? Obviously, it, like, filled the train station, which is, A, a terrible, like, let's pack all the people on a train. Like, where have you seen this before? Like, I was like, man, are they going, like, they're sending them to Gilead? Are they sending them to, like, where is this train going? Is it, as I'm, like, I'm just telling Sarah we're watching this, I'm like, they're sending them to a concentration camp in the colonies. What do you want to bet? Like, the Americans, like, the Canadians. Seems unlikely. Like, twisted arms of the Americans, and the Americans can't help help it but canadians like what if like the gilead arm of the canadian government apparatus like hijacks, a, hijacks the one? train and sends it to like a sends it to gilead in the in the colonies or something and like canada can't even stop gilead now right like that that would then ring true like if if june was like oh gilead taking over canada they could literally have like a like a wing of the canadian society and government like starting to run things and they literally like run this train of refugees <laughs> off the rails or whatever okay. but Are apparently they, they're going to vancouver so they can go to anchorage which is like american soil and then that's their this, way they're out. going to hawaii well yeah like they're waking they're getting out of they're going to united states which is now you know alaska the capital hawaii. is in hawaii right but they got to go to vancouver they june, all the way across the continent june told nicole mm -hmm. with the way she described where they were going she says basically they're going to hawaii mm -hmm. so we're however they're getting there at the yep. end of the day, without jumping all the we're jumping all over the place. But at the end of the day, like if I told you at the beginning of the season, hey, when the season's over, June and Serena with their children alone will be on a train to Hawaii. You'd be like, excuse me, <laughs> how does that make sense? Yeah. What is? How do we get that point? Right. And like, <laughs> as much as I really liked that moment with June and Serena, because the the moments with June and Serena work. Mm -hmm. Because they they're earned, yeah. Like they're earned. Right, like they have so much history them. together, yep. and there's so many things that they've done to each other and through each other and with each other and all this, and it works. But even in the moment, right? It's like what I'm like. I have like I, I guess that's a cliffhanger, but I'm like I don't know if I really care what's going to happen when they get to wherever they're going, unless in the beginning of the next season, turns out somehow true. the train's hijacked or the train is derailed or something and they end up in Gilead or whatever. But then it's just like more of this like, <laughs> oh, where are we going next? I don't know, Luke let's is, just, just, just throw another curve. Stuck in Toronto, right? Is the, that's that. 
Oh, that's another thing. I don't like, because so because so June gets attacked by Okay, a, yes. Yeah. So we have we have that the, the storyline. <laughs> so here's 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 what I Okay, the June storyline is basically going all the way back to um the the moment where she's sh- I guess supposedly shot at. The way that right. she's in a shooting yeah. When they show it in the episode at the end, it doesn't really make it clear. But then in the next episode, they kind of imply that that was an attempt on her life. Yes, yeah. But in the moment... You, and so then all yeah. of a sudden, um, Canada is the boogeyman. Canada is the bad guy mm-hmm. in some generic sense. And June is somehow, you know, she's like, she's, she's a target in Canada, she's not safe. Right. Um, but we don't know why. And like, is it because she brought a bunch of kids there from the flight? Like, and they don't, they don't, they resent her bringing more Gileadites to. I don't know. Like, is that why she's the bad guy? Like, why is she? Why doesn't? Why don't people like her? Because because they've been brainwashed by Gilead. But yeah, to it's not a, like none of that her. was built up. Like, there's no yeah, world building with any of that. So. Or like the, the Wheelers. I still don't know who the fuck those people are. Who are those people? Yeah, because they seem to be like out. They're like. My husband doesn't answer to Gilead, right? Like, they seem to be like a splinter group. There's, like, these vague hints that they're not... But then they're, like, part of this, like, opening of the center, right? And that's how Serena gets away, right? So they're, like, still part of Gilead apparatus. So are they, like, officially... Like, are they, like, ambassadors or, like, officially... It's never clearly in Canada for a reason? Or is it, like... Did they, like, kind of pop... Were they Canadians who just, like, have adopted this Gilead thing, but they've never been there? Like, don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows what? And... The, the, they dropped it as soon as Serena left. They, they didn't they go back They want to us her. to think that Gilead has infiltrated Canadian society, right. but I have no idea how that happened and no evidence for that. And right, because they just live in that compound. No it's not like feeling. he's like a senator or something. It's not like he's... I don't know who he is. ...involved in he's Canadian He's just this government. guy. Right. If you tell me, like, the prime minister's wife is, like, into Gilead stuff or whatever, then I'd be like, that's interesting. <laughs> like, but, but, I have know? no idea who he is. Is he a yeah. rich businessman? Is he a cult leader? Right. Like, who is this is guy? Is he from Gilead that they moved there, or did he... Is he Canadian who became a Gilead, like, adoptee, right? Or a, an acolyte of Gilead? And, like, they're, like, establishing a beachhead. And, like, because, yeah, you could show, they could have taken the time to show, like, so that when she says, like, I'm, I'm, we waited too long in Boston and I'm seeing it happen again here, that could have paid off if you had built it I didn't see it, it happening there. Right. But Except when they, they could have built that explicitly up. Explicitly just planted it there right. and made us see it. Because that would have been even more connected to today. Because it is a slow boil. Like, you don't notice it all at once. Right. And so, like, if you spend time abroad and come back, or, like, you just, I don't know, like, if you kind of pull yourself out of the news stream for a while and come back, like, you don't kind of notice the, the flow of the zeitgeist until you kind of separate from it for a while and come back. So they could have, like, they could have gone that way with this whole season if they wanted to make the point that, no they, place is safe. Not even Canada is safe from becoming Gilead, right? Yeah, that's a big. So like, that's not, a stretch already. And like, yeah. Canadians are like, get out of here, refugees. I'm like, Psh. like Canadians like, are Canadians? like, Canadians, hey, really? Welcome. Yeah, like Canadians. Um, I've talked to on the phone when I used to work for Apple, and I would talk to the Canadians. They're apologizing who would call. to you for they, their they, thing not working. Or they would, <laughs> or they would be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to, take, to use up your time, you're like, no, oh, I'm paid to be here. It's okay. <laughs> no, they're they're saying, I'm so sorry. You live in the United States. Like, I'm oh, so sorry oh. <laughs> for your situation. Like, come on up anytime and visit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but the 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 June the June story, just June storyline. I couldn't honestly summarize it for you anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what is going on. At the beginning of the season. She's coming to grips with her. She's having that that you know that coming off of she the high of killing yes. Fred, yep. and mm-hmm. she's realizing that that's a very dark place for her to be. She tries to turn herself in, and she right. So she she and then she accepts that she just needs to let it go. Mm-hmm. Then they see Hannah on TV. Then they see Hannah on TV. Now she's obsessed with getting Hannah again. Mm-hmm. Then they go. And then Halfway. They, they, well, they go that... They get the bowling alley. Right? Yeah. And they then... They get caught for a little bit. By someone who works for the Wheelers, and we don't really know who those people are, but they're... The they were the Wheelers people in right. no man's land, which right. is, I don't even know what that means. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing and Serena there. gets her out of that situation. 
Serena gets her out of that situation by shooting whoever that guy was. And then was. they part ways from there. And who, who they made a point of showing that he the didn't survivor. die, yeah. but then he never showed up yeah. again the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that just to, so that Serena didn't kill her, him? I guess. Just to make sure that Serena didn't kill someone? Like, I have no idea. Um, but, and then... <laughs> then she's obsessed with killing Serena. Like, and then she's not. Then she's not again. But then she, but she's obsessed with killing Serena and first... Luke is like horrified by that. Yeah. And then for no particularly clear reason, he joins Serena in her murderous thoughts June. about that. Yeah. Even though just a few episodes before He's June like, had June had just had yeah. apparently let go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then she grabbed back on again. And then she kind of let go when Serena had her baby and then she actually felt bad for Serena and it, I just I just I'm so it's it's such a just meandering wander like I just <laughs> like it's like there's no like and I'm not saying it's not that I mean for goodness sakes one of my favorite shows of all time is Westworld which is talk about like yeah. not a straight plot line yeah. right like it's not that's not the issue the issue here is that it's just like I can't figure out what story you're trying to tell yeah. at this point. Right. I don't know what the story is yeah. anymore. Is it, what is it? Like if, you were, if I were to have to summarize for someone, I would just say generally like that it's about getting Hannah. I mean, is that, yeah, yeah. at the very end, it's like we just gotta get out of Toronto. We gotta get out of Canada. What was that them going, okay, we, that means we got to let go of Hannah for now again. They didn't say that explicitly. And they did that one random scene with Hannah in the tent and she writes her name on the artwork. Right. I guess that's just that to was show it. us that she's maybe not. Yeah, she's there to been, show us that she remembers her previous life. Right. But then so they did what? nothing with it. Right. So we don't know, like, I mean, all, all it proves is she knows how to write her name and knows what her name was, but she was four or five. So it's like, she's not... A Western liberal Democrat, right? She's like H Hannah she's, has. She's still fully. Gilead. Hannah has never been a fleshed-out character of any. No, she's a. She's, she's the, a thing. She's the MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. She's just a thing. She was the thing keeping June in Gilead for longer than she needed to be. Right now, she's the thing and then she's that the June thing her back is in. confused right. about what to do. She's kind of the false hope, like this idea of like, oh, if we get Hannah, then we'll have our Hannah back, and it's like. A, both of those things are not assumed. Like, it's hard to get her back, and even if you do, she might not be who you recognize anymore. She might be Agnes, <laughs> you know, her, like, given name now. Which I was hoping that we'd go there. I'd hoping, like, oh, let's have this raid happen, and then have June and Luke have to confront. Or show, they show, don't more, know this of, kid. show more of yeah. Hannah's life. Right. Show her in it's the wife like, school. You can do a Handmaid's Tale as the wife school, like, angle. And, and show, like, show her kind of, like, of struggling with her own yeah. identity. Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> but they didn't do anything like that. Yeah. I mean, barely anything. Yeah. And and then, I think they have to mark time with her because I think she's going to be in the Testaments when that show comes on because it's a time jump and she's, like, she's the main character of that. A handmaid named Agnes, I should say, is the, is the main character of Handmaid's Tale uh, or of Testaments. And... It just co is a coinciding that Hannah's name is Agnes. <laughs> what so so the thing with June and then the the whole so we're I think what we're supposed to be seeing right is from that point of the point of the assassination attempt, which yeah. is at the end of the Seven. seventh episode. Yeah. But the, the 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 story that they're I think they're trying to tell is basically like June is a persecuted refugee mm -hmm. in Canada mm -hmm. who has to leave because Canada is Americans. being overthrown mm -hmm. by Gilead. Or just, yeah, like the, the sentiment is hot, like hotter than right. even like post 9-11 against Arabs and stuff. Yeah. Like it's like that. Which I don't, I never felt I, that I, doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, we don't understand why the Canadians are so murderously angry. Right. It's, I mean, to a degree, it is irrational, but also, I don't know, like you can examine why. Like the, but I have to make it all up. I have to make it up in my head. Like the Ahmad Aubrey situation, you can like, oh, like I know why they thought they could get in a truck and chase a guy down 
in his own neighborhood and stop him if he didn't belong there, right? That, like all these shootings and like the race, racial incidents we have in this country. But I understand the context. You can understand the context. And I don't know context what the context hasn't been given to us, right? It's like, it's very foreign. Just as much as if we got plopped down and like, like, like when we got mired in Iraq and it's like the Shia Sunni thing and we're like, we're like bewildered, like, oh, like I don't understand. Like, but it's like, we don't understand the centuries and the centuries of conflict right. there. But there is the centuries of conflict. Yeah. We could learn about it if we yeah. wanted to. But in a show, but initially you like need confused. to, why like, that's like, why I'm why saying, killing each other and like, you can't yeah. just tell us that that's the case right. when you're in a fictional context. Because mm -hmm. if, if it's fiction, I don't have a historical context yeah. to refer you to. to. You have to build the world. Which is what I loved about the first three or four seasons was, like I was saying before, all those flashbacks. like. Yeah showing America mm -hmm. sliding into Gilead and yeah. how it impacted all those different characters and how people were, you know, like, oh, it, it's not going to get that bad. And they kept, you know, kind of like blowing it off and then eventually it slid into it. Mm -hmm. In Canada, there's none of that developed, which is what makes June's, like, the moment, like, like I mean, they literally, like, it was... <laughs> Like she's in the kitchen, right? And there's yeah. that wide shot, right. and everybody's there talking, and the camera's just slowly going in towards June for the thousandth time. And then she looks up and she says, We have to leave now. And I was like, We do? <laughs> That's like, the emergency. What? Huh? That was before she. Got hit, or did she have the brace then? No, she had the brace. She had gotten. Attacked. She had the brace. Yeah. She'd been run over. My other thing, the other thing that I was so confused by, was, um, why was Luke automatically in so much trouble? Yeah, I mean, other than like, if the sentiment is so anti-refugee that refugees even aren't even allowed to defend themselves from murdering, from murdering your, if, which isn't un, it's not out of the question. But again, not, that's not earned in the show, but it's not outside the realm it's of It's not earned in the show. And even in, <laughs> even in like, I mean, you and I have, ex I, I'm pretty sure that if like a Burmese refugee um, was at home mm -hmm. and somebody broke in and was raping his wife and he defended himself, the, the I don't populace think, wouldn't be like, oh. I don't think anybody would yeah. care. Yeah, they'd be like, Good on you, mate. Right? Like, I mean, like they wouldn't be like, you gotta to go. A, welcome to America, leave. where you can kill a home invader. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't understand. Like, and then, and then, this. I there's just so many things I found wrong. I just could never stop. I could stop. So I could he just, accidentally kills the guy, right? He punches him and he hits his head, and they end up dying, right? That's the problem. Ends up dying later, right? And then they're concerned that he might get arrested. And then when June makes her announcement that they should leave. Right, and then yet another like scene that's just like so ridiculously convenient. Like Dwella pulls up. Yeah, he pulls yeah. up. He's just like <laughs> in his Buick. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> you can't go like, to the airport. What? Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, like. So he tells. <laughs> so he's basically. So this is another one of those whip. You got to go things. on this train with everyone else. Like, no, he, they could. He, get, they could have gotten her out. However, they want. He explicitly tells them. Yeah. He. It's set up that he saves them yeah. by stopping them from going to the airport and sending them to the train station where he says, you'll have no problem getting through. Here's your fake IDs and stuff. Yeah. Like, you could have booked them flights. But under either way, see as soon as he gets to the train to. station, apparently yeah. everything he said was yeah. completely incorrect. Yeah. He was in danger from the moment he got there. <laughs> they set up this tension. Like, every time he sees a yeah. soldier, he's, like, freaking out. And then by the time they get to the plane train platform, they have it. a cell phone. They're going, have you seen this guy? Yeah. Have you seen this guy? So apparently everything was <laughs> like, So, like, what? yeah, that's where, I, that's where I was like, man, something's hanging up. Like, this train is really sus. Like, is, like, what is going on? Like, is he not in control or, like... But now I think it's just bad writing. But I think I was thinking for a while. I was like, man, like they're setting this up for like this train isn't what we think it is, or this is not going. No, but that, that, it wasn't the setup. But it wasn't at that devious. It was just. It was just <laughs> like, oops. And then and then and then Luke, like, like I just it's like I'm so confused. Like, why is he public enemy number one? Like I have no idea. Like, 
Like it's not like he right. robbed a liquor store. At least, at least make this like at least make that thing happen like an episode prior, and then you see like he's in the news, like he's like you can see like the trouble brewing of this situation. Like it's a whole social media right. incident. It's but like, that takes time. It's a divisive you thing. You have to and set it's like, that up. It's a it's a yeah it's a George Floyd in, issue. Like it's a, that level of social right the last straw blah, blah. you see like the tucker carlson on there going blah, blah, blah. like you could set all that up and how world long are we getting and like and then he's like we gotta go like you know you have like effigies of luke right like right. we gotta get this guy and like okay i see it like the heat's on this guy and like the, but then Tuella could be like look we ta we can make people disappear if we need to like we can get you guys out like tonight we can land a drone in your backyard and take you to the airstrip and get you to hawaii before you wake up like he could have done that and Sunday's like, no, here, here's a fake here's, IDs to go on this on this train. When you could use fake IDs on the plane. As soon as you get to the train <laughs> station, apparently none of that's true. Because yeah, then the American or whoever's looking, the soldiers are trying to pull this guy out, and it's like, I thought you cleared. The Which way is for us. why, yeah. the, and what that did was it diminished what should have been a very powerful scene. Yeah. Where Luke decides to stay behind, and June is devastated mm-hmm. as she realizes she's going by herself yeah but because of that way. flip-flop yeah. that just happened five minutes ago mm-hmm. i'm like oh bummer mm-hmm. kind of what why is this happening like and so who was guard was it who who were the soldiers was it canadians or americans Oh, I think it was Canadian. It was, well, there was there was Canadian soldiers, and I think then there were police. Because I was like, man, I was like, again, with that whole situation, I was like, you're literally, you're putting gold stars on all of the Jews and putting them in a train. Like, this was very much like, I'm like, somebody's going to blow up this, like, someone's going to blow up this train station. Someone's going to do something crazy here. Because you're like, like, hey, we're bringing all the Americans to one spot. Everyone who hates Americans, <laughs> like, hey, hey, come attack well, this place. It, I thought There's that the cars imp- it was implied people, that the Canadian you know? National Guard or whoever was there was there to protect, protect them. Yeah, but I was like, but I can't trust that, right? Because like, but what then, if they've been infiltrated by the Gileadite but ideas, then, right? Like the whole, <laughs> because the whole thing of like, what what should have been this powerful scene mm-hmm. of all the American refugees fleeing, right? was just like watching a crowded train station. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Or just even just like, man, look at all these people. Like, where have these people been on? Like, where's been the community, the refugee community? We've right. seen one house. What's on one the street. history yeah. of their, that led yeah. to this hostility that mm-hmm. forced them to flee? Yeah. So many unearned moments. That's just another one of them. Yep. And then on top of all that. But yeah, Twella pulling up in his Buick just That's just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, like, what is, <laughs> like, He's driving a grandma car. Like what? you, you run such a risk when you like when you start telling a story where it's like we can always see behind the curtain. It's like <laughs> this isn't working, guys. It reminds me very much of some of the things, like some of my feelings when I was watching the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, where it's just like insert plot twist here. Like it feels, mm-hmm. it's like. Like, like there are moments in the prequels where I'm supposed to be feeling a lot more than I end up feeling mm. for different reasons. But there's the, and, the, and then and then and after all of that happens, like, I don't know how, how did you have any suspect? Was there a moment at all before you knew Serena was on that train that you thought Serena's on that train? Uh, when I heard the baby, when I heard a baby crying. Oh well, yeah, like, but like, I'm saying like Serena, like before that. No, because the last thing we saw was leaving through the exit sign, getting picked up by that lady. Okay, so right. So that's and a- the next thing you know, she's on a train as an American, I guess. And like, and she <laughs> wouldn't. You'd think she'd get murdered on that train. Everyone would be like, "You, hey, what are you doing here?" She got in a car. You're the three most episodes? recognizable person who overthrew the government. <laughs> she got in a car three episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, and then they. Yeah. Dropped her. Next thing, yeah. And then they just plopped her back in. And I was like, without a disguise, but at the same without time, like different hair. I was thinking from the from the moment that Serena from the moment that June that she was gonna be a, that she knew she Luke wasn't gonna come with her, I was like, Serena, Serena's thinking, like, on the train. I'm gonna be alone, I'm gonna be alone. Serena's yeah. on the train. Somebody, yeah, yeah. I knew that because because if and I'll tell you why I, th- I thought that. Not because of any good storytelling, because it was like there's no way they're gonna end this whole season without showing us Serena again. She's been gone yeah. for three episodes. Yeah. I'm thinking, this is going to piss me off the either because way. they don't show Serena or because they do. Because if they don't, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because you just completely ignore the main character. Yeah. 
But then, no, actually, we didn't forget about Serena, but we put her back in the episode so sloppily and so... It's almost like somehow Serena returns. Kind of. Like literally. Because I'm like, like, literally, I'm like, this... The, the woman who orchestrated the overthrow of the U.S. government would be the biggest... Bigger than Hitler as far as, like, recognizable person. Right? So if you're... In a, I don't know. Like it'd be like if you if you were like oh, what's like a good example? Like whoever is in charge of you losing your country and you're now a refugee. I feel like if that person showed up on a train, right? Like, they'd be like, they'd hey. be like, hey, you're the reason. <laughs> Aren't you like, Serena? And they didn't even try to disguise. Like I feel like that's so that's that's like a jump to shark jump the shark for me. I'm like how how logistically <laughs> is she on this train? How did she know that there was a train? Did someone put her on the train? Did she find out herself? How did she Apparently, we don't if need to know. If they're looking for people and have cell phone pictures, certainly they would be like, hey, I know you from the news, from like you were broadcast all over the place during the Gilead. Well, because all those thing. American refugees are refugees from they Gilead. They know her, yeah. They yeah. have seen all that go down. And she was yeah. like, she was the Phyllis Schlafly of the thing. And like, she was the face of it. And like, nope, nobody recognized and her. And even, even, <laughs> even setting that all aside, the last time we saw Serena... She's jumping into a Jeep Cherokee with a purple-haired girl. Right. Where's her? Where's she? Who's that? Yeah. None of that matters. Right. Like, (laughs) I have no idea. Like, and I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And but it also what you call contrived writing. It also is an example again of like a moment that's supposed to pay off, and it's like the whole time you're thinking, yeah, but what? Mm -hmm. Like, I guess I can just. Make myself forget. Well, and I had to remember. I was like, okay, well, where did June and Serena leave off their relationship? I'm like, wasn't it, wasn't it that June, like she was screaming at June through the when she had her kid taken away, and she's like, help me, June, help me, help me. Like, wasn't no. that the last time? Or no, was no, it, no, no. That was after that when she's like, she the visited game. her in the detention right. center, said, like, and she game. told her, go back to the Wheelers and be with your kid, right. but go back Plot there and plan your revenge, so June's which like, only but, lasted. Right. Have an episode. But like June's look was then like, oh, I see you got your revenge because you're here. You're not with the wheelers. Like, well done, lady. Like, was that the knowing look of like, haha, we're both like, we've both escaped from men. I'll tell you, the, 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 what was June, the look on June's face at the end of the episode, I have no idea yeah, was what like, that was. She was like a, it was like a smirky, resig- like, it was like, it was like almost winky, like, like, oh. What you, was it? Like, like you what go boss babe, right? It was like a little bit of a, I took it as like a, Oh, Serena slash Boss Babe, get it right? Like I also girl saw, power, I like, also <laughs> saw like a kind of like a like a. I can't believe I'm stuck in this oh, train with you. Fuck. <laughs> I got my, I got, well, my all this thought, shit goes down. Says, you got I a get diaper? separate from it, and now now Serena's here. <laughs> it's just like you got a diaper. I'm like, there's no way Nicole's diaper is gonna fit on that. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> is what I was thinking. She she just said she was 21 months old, and this baby is like a month old. So no way, not happening. I know. Oh, yet another plot hole. I know it's a oh, joke, God. but it's like. That's just her trying to break the ice, but it's like, but I had to remember. I was like, gosh, like, where do we leave it, them? And like, why? Like, what? Yeah, that's, 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 because <laughs> they left her for too that's, long. That like, should not happen. No, yeah. When you have people going, wait, I don't remember. Like, where did what? we leave Who? off? Like, How? What's our status again? What's yeah. the connection here? Right. Just like the thing with Luke, where like one minute he's being thrown into a car by these thugs, and the next minute he's showing up at the hospital with the police. Yeah. And you're like, they just what was, we dumped him at the border, and we were worried like, oh, his body or what? And then he's like at the hospital, and you're like, what? With the police? Like, how? Wh- how yeah, like I mean, how do you <laughs> how do you miss that all that yeah. stuff? Like, yeah. like, and even like, <laughs> it. This reminds me so much of the downward slide of Game of Thrones, mm. which is that yeah, it got more contrived and rushed. It got more and more contrived and rushed, following their own rules about travel times and stuff. Well, and plus, and it's like the further away they got from the source material. Mm-hmm. It got just, then it's like, oh, well, actually, now we see what you actually can do, which is not very much. Like, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. You, when you just have people making a TV show, mm-hmm. like, like, and the show is completely, like, it's, it's, com- it's completely a different show now. Yeah. It's that's the same fair. characters. That's fair. But it's a different show. It's a completely different show. Because the show was Gilead. Was it, she was in Gilead. And having to do yeah. with that. Gilead is its own main character. And yeah. Like and then they kept, one three, they kept dancing you know. around the idea of pulling the story back into Gilead. Mm-hmm. And then in the last episode, they're like, no, we're just going to freaking scatter the game board. Right. Like, they just like scattered the game board. Mm-hmm. You got Nick in Gilead, powerless. Yeah, in prison. And yeah. 
and his, his wife doesn't right, even yeah. like him anymore. He's probably in, done. Yeah. You've got June and Serena on a train going west. You've got Luke incarcerated in Toronto. And did Moira and whatever her name is get out? Because they're also refugees. No idea. Like, were they on the, in line in the train? Because I wouldn't like, oh, I'm going to be alone. Like, well, Moira and the other Martha, like, where are they? Were they, were they on the plane? Because, like, Moira's like, I booked an extra flight for you. Like, as if, like, they're staying behind and, like, Luke and... Luke and June need to but get Don't out. worry, we'll just plot them back in in the next season. Like, oh. Yeah, they're already there in Hawaii waiting for them. <laughs> hey, we flew like, here. We, I don't how know. Did you yeah. Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. <laughs> just do whatever you want. Like, I don't know how people can watch this show. And I see a lot of the people that I like who review the show and they're like, like, the, do you watch the Steve Varley guy? No. The one who, like, always dresses up like characters no, in the show. I should watch that. He's, he's good. But he's like, he gave the... He gave the last episode, the, sec the second to last episode, like a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. And then he gave this one an 8.6. And I'm like, are you, are you a shill? Like, what are you talking? This is, how could you possibly yeah, I was think like browsing the good? subreddit for it. And like, people were like, oh my gosh, this is so like emotional. And so such a payoff. It and, was garbage. Like, what? Yeah. It was, it was like a few, like one, one bad out of like 20 people were like calling it out. And then like the other 19 were like, oh yeah, this is so great. I mean, it's not, it's like, there's like 400 people in the subreddit. It's like very small, which tells you something too. That like, right. it's just not a lot of chatter. Not nearly as much as like the show came out at just the right time. Like in the height of Me Too, right? It's like, of course, like Hangman's Tale 1, 2, 3, 4, really 1, 2, 3 came out, you know, what, 16, 17, 18? Like perfect timing for the show to come out. And then like. Some of the best the wave of Me Too television I've ever seen. Yeah. Just like Game of Thrones. Yep. And now it's like... This is, it's like Lost. Lost was like that in the first couple of seasons. And then they kind of like, they like stumbled to the end, you know. And they ran out of steam or whatever. And Lost, but like Lost was like... I couldn't finish like, Lost because like I the just... The first like two, and, two or three seasons of Lost was like, oh my gosh, like absolute must-watch TV, like water cooler yeah. talk. Right? Yeah. It was like the last great... It was the last TV show before like the Game of Thrones era of streaming, shows. You'd before say, streaming. Yeah, but it's like the last great pre-streaming pre show um, where it was like... Yeah, that just, captured the zeitgeist, like yeah, just really captured the, captured the conversation. Yeah, so like it's like the pinnacle of network TV, I'd say, right? And right. then like there's a streaming era, which like Game of Thrones, you could say, is... There's a pantheon of shows in the streaming era. Game of Thrones, Westworld season one. So uh, this, this, this show probably this, was in there at that point. And the problem, what I would say about that, and like, so like now at the end of the season, I'm really, you know, it's like you don't want people to be like, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is how I'm feeling. Well, I mean, I'm going to watch the next season. <laughs> like... It's, resigned. It's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like being in a relationship. You know, like well, I'm not going to break up on our anniversary. Divorce you know? is too expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, it's like I, I just I can't like this is so. Yeah, like Valentine's Day is coming up. I better wait at least. Right, a right. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. It's <laughs> it's it's very. I, I was really struggling to finish the film. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I was, I was, I was just like, like I, was I can't up. believe, like every time I thought I was like, okay, I'm gonna get back into it. What? <laughs> and I was just like picturing you the whole time. I was like, cause you were, you were texting me that and then it was like, we were just like waiting to start it, you know? And <laughs> you were like, you know, maybe half an hour ahead of us or something. Was it was like, terrible. So I was like, I was just like giggling to myself, like, oh, I just imagined like all the parts where I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw, <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure I could picture what Aaron would say or do right now at this scene, at this scene. <laughs> That's why I, I wish like, like I wish I could be watching Endor with you guys because like I just uh, want to see like everyone's reactions to certain points like look like look over like even if I watch it first and then come later right 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 and then, like, right I can like know when to watch everyone and they go like yawn or be like <gasps> like yes but, I, I, what I will say about this last three episodes is that it, it what what I was getting at before was that. Because I can, I can just see all the excuses that'll be made for why it's going this way, right? At the end of the day, like, all he has to do is point to like shows like, I was thinking about like Breaking Bad, um, Mad Men, these shows, The Sopranos, who mm -hmm. even though the finale was controversial, but like, shows that it is possible to do a show 
for a long time mm -hmm. and not botch it. Right. Yeah, Mad Men was like nearly flawless the whole time. And really good. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad never, apparently gets better and better. Like, never lost. There was never right. a point where I was like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Like yeah. it was, it was yeah, arguably mm -hmm. better. That's why they call it the best TV show ever made because it just didn't it never lost stride. No, yeah. and then it, and then it nailed the landing. Right, yeah, it stuck to the landing. Like, yep. oh, like, and <laughs> so I just wonder to myself, like, how do you take something as promising as Handmaid's Tale? How does it become what, in my view, is a train wreck? Well, I mean, they ran out of source material. Like the the book from thirty years ago. 35 years ago, I think, and somewhere in season two or three, if that. And it, it's an ambiguous ending. Well, I mean, the, the handmade, the book, The, the Handmaid's Tale, never gets out of Gilead. Right, yeah. So I'm saying, like, once yeah. the, in the show, somewhere around season two, three, certainly four, by four, when she, like Chicago and all this, like, none of that's. Right. And then you could say, well, season four and five is a marked difference in execution, if not quality, than one, two, three. Well, there you go. It's the same as Game of Thrones. You ran out of source material. And the person whose source material is isn't writing the show. Like I think Margaret Atwood is involved in the show yeah. to some degree. But can't believe that she would be like, Yeah, this is where I was going. Uh, like who knows? what? Like Well she wrote the testaments two three years ago or whatever, and it's supposed to bridge, right? Like it I thought that was a prequel. That's a sequel. No, it's a sequel. It takes it's like it was written after season three aired, or it was released after season three aired, and I think it was written knowing season three happened. But okay. before four and five were developed, but it was written in such a way that four and five could land where the testaments gets to. Like it, there's like right. a, they have they don't they can't get into certain dead ends narratively. Like they have to land on certain points uh, for testaments, which they're apparently making a show for it to adapt that. So like that's why I think maybe part of this maybe season six will make it all make sense because when you see where it's going to land, like it all works out, or it's just they're like literally well, just muddling if, through to get to that if point. If the Testaments you know? is a sequel yeah. to the book and this show, then they are bound by Well, the Testaments, that. the book, they're going to make the show of the book, and the book is 15 years in the future from the guilt. Right, from the but if, if like book. you're saying, they're, I'm not familiar, if, like you're saying, those are there are characters from this show storyline in well, the book yeah there's a that will be in the show there's a woman in gilead named agnes who's like a young woman like late 20s it's 15 years after the handmaid's tale takes place yeah so if you've got a character who's 12 and you add 15 that's 27 hannah's name is agnes and then there's a, a canadian a, a refugee girl living in toronto named nicole who's a teenager that's Nicole, 21 months plus 15. If that's right, the case, it all adds up. You if know? that's the case, then... But I don't know how we get back to Toronto now. This is <laughs> if, very frustrating yeah. even more because then it's like... The show is now becoming a... It is at the same time that it's a sequel to Handmaid's Tale, the book. It's a prequel to the It's Testaments. a prequel to the Testaments. It's a setup for it, and they're like losing the main plot and trying to set up. Like that, I think that's why it's a muddle, a muddle the middle right now is they're trying to like... Drop the drop the the Gilead plot and set up the Testaments plot, but it's like this really messy middle gestational, like it's like the middle trimester. <laughs> it's just like not you're not quite looking forward yet to the baby, but you're also like you know yeah. So like that's what I think is going on, partially, or and or like we've said, the other thing is they could have not known about season six as a green light and had to like, like season five had to suffer structurally because they didn't know whether they could sprint, to, uh, they had to sprint to finish it in five or if they'd have the room for six and then they have to like muddle through five. I mean, if they, to have if they didn't know season. if they were gonna have a season six. Before they started making five, they'd have to make, they have to start. Then, then I would feel like they would have had a more tight, well, you have to try to bring I it to a have to conclusion. You have to start five not knowing whether you're this is it or you have another one, and so then that causes all kinds of weird structural issues in the season where it might because the season did start out one way and then kind of like had this whole weird back two thirds, which tells me like you know that tells me that 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 first third of development was locked in and then they got the green light 
and then they're like, okay, we don't have to sprint anymore. Now we're going to meander, right? Then, well, what I would know, say to that is, I think, I like, like, I understand that sometimes, you know, like, looking at the Westworld situation where you clearly, clearly they made the right. entire season four thinking four there five, was a season yes. five, which is how I would expect, like, I would think yeah. if you're a, if this is your job and the, your your business is to make TV shows, that you'd have a little bit more planning and forethought, like mm-hmm. like that you would. I mean, you're telling, you're doing storytelling. Right. It's not like. Um, but you're all, well, you're making a product. Well, but, but you <laughs> a are story. Sto- it, it is a story. Yeah. Like it's not like a, if I if I'm writing a book. Yeah. And I like, I don't write the book and then I'm like. Well, I'm gonna keep writing, but I don't know if I'll finish it. Oh wait, no, I am gonna finish it. Like what? Like, no, have a story and tell the story. Well, it's more like if you get paid in advance to write a book and then you run out of money and the, the studio or the pe- the publisher is like, well, we're not gonna like we gotta sell the book you have before you before we'll pay you to make the sequel book. So and then you're like, well, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna write the sequel on spec, hoping that my first book sells enough to fund my next book and they're not going to give me another advance for it, right? So, like, eventually you stop working for free <laughs> because, you know right. what I mean? Right. So like, it, that, might, that might have been it where it's like they... But, like... The studio... This, studios have more controls now or, like, they're just able to dictate that and, like, it's... It, they have to focus more on the product than the creative... That's... But that's side. where that's where we get back to the conversation yeah. we had last week about the creative process versus yep. the business. Yep. And when you start putting the business side before the creative process too much, and then you get these situations where it's like, like with Westworld, where it's like, clearly from a creative standpoint, it was yeah. every intention of doing one more season. Mm-hmm. Business-wise, you're out. Yeah. Handmaid's still feels like the opposite. Creatively, not really sure. Right, but it is like, it's but the business-wise, they're Hulu like, product. keep going. Like, it's, it's on the marquee of Hulu. Is this, right. this show is an exclusive Hulu right. thing. Which is a perfect, but it's, so that's a perfect example of, again, it why it's wrong if yeah. you start putting the cart before the horse yeah. over and over and over again. It's like, it don't really matter if it's good. Right. We got it the viewership. subscribe to Hulu going. because there's, we still make Handmaid's Tale right. show. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, your story sucks. Right. Like, do you want people, like, grudgingly finishing your show? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, Hulu. yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, that's it, <laughs> capitalism, like, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not anti, you know, making money from this stuff, but I just feel like, I feel like it's, it's like the sequel trilogy is like the perfect example. It's, yeah. like, it's like, you couldn't <laughs> plan the story? Like, what? Like, and you couldn't like, get Luke laying on in the same room in the same shot. Well, it's like it's <laughs> like, like it's like it's like the, it's like really? when I was a, when I was a teacher. You know, like let me just tell you, right. the worst day as a teacher was when you went into your classes without a lesson plan. Mm. You're fucked. <laughs> like you had to have a and lesson. The kids plan. knew it too. <laughs> yeah, if you were winging it, or if you were like, uh, uh, uh today class, uh, 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 watch this video. <laughs> you know, and like watch have a plan yeah. and then execute the plan, and then if. Carrie Fisher dies, well, shit. Then you got to yeah. improvise, right? But, like, they didn't even have a plan. They're mm-hmm. like, you do this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this show, I feel like it's, like, who's guiding this story? Well, who's the showrunner? Is Elizabeth Moss the showrunner, or is she just the like, I don't know, but let me just say this, since I don't care and nobody will ever care what I say <laughs> on this podcast. Um, I'm sorry, but there's just this part of me that's, like, like, I don't one, know how else one to trick say. pony. It's, no, it's like, it's like, she she directed the finale. Like, mm-hmm. she's the she star of it? the show and she's directing it. And there are times when I just feel like it's almost like self promoting. Mm. It almost feels like. <laughs> I mean, it's if you're in charge like, of the long shots. It's and almost the long like, stairs, right? like mm-hmm. it's almost like. You can edit this out if you want, but it's almost like masturbatory. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like watch me do this again. Like, like how many times are we going to watch you get yourself off on camera, like emotionally? Right. And to the point where it's like, I'm, I don't even care. <laughs> like, oh, here she goes like again. You, you need the dynamic of like a, an actor and a director. And when it's the same person, that's weird. Like. Well, when it's like, it's you know like I mean? how many times, I mean, it's just, it's re, like, like, I understand that shows have like a, like a, 
Like it's like it, like a show can kind of have the same recurring kind of right. you like know whatever motifs. like yeah, yeah or like your ambiance or setting mm -hmm. or whatever, but I mean trope you can say I'm at the point where it's way. like if I have to see another two minute take. scene of just slowly coming mm -hmm. in on June's face from different angles or s dramatic scenes where June is walking. And we're watching from behind or from the side or from yeah. like if I have to see Elizabeth Moss like be isolated in the frame doing something overly dramatic. Like she, yeah, she was like walking like before she got oh hit, like God. she was like you did the whole pan around the neighborhood and like I thought they were making something of like it looked like everyone was moving out in the whole neighborhood, the whole street, like people were moving out because they were like, I don't wanna be around these people. Like I thought they were making some of that or whatever, but it turns out it was just like you could see the truck waiting and then it comes at her. But like had that long overness <laughs> overly long setup for that that crash or that And then they just attack. zero back in on her face. Right. Again. Yeah. Like I, I'm and I feel like even there's other scenes, like you don't want your show to ever feel like um like I feel like there's this almost to a degree that there's this thing where it's like almost like, well, you know, if we want you to get another Emmy Oh, like we, we, we got to have you in these scenes where you show all these emotions. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's the whole they don't Oscar bait, you know, thing. Like, there's movies that are made just for the, just to please the Academy. Like, they know, like, checks all the boxes, and it's like, oh, let's celebrate old Hollywood. Yes, yes, yes. You know, like. But it, but it's <laughs> but it's but it, like I'll use the, the example I will use is the scene where she's talking to Commander Lawrence on the phone mm -hmm. in the second to last episode, and then she is so angry and crying, and then she pitches a fit and destroys the garden. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just, like, that was really good acting. Mm -hmm. In context, I felt very little. Right, that makes sense. Which, is, which makes me feel like, oh, cue the Emmy Award right. scene where she shows such powerful emotions that you know aren't real, and that makes you just go, wow, it Doesn't amazing. have consequence on the story, really. But, like, it's yeah. not earned. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm fine with Oscar bait if it's in a good movie, mm -hmm. but if it's like, if you're losing, garbage, losing rail on the, what did it, what did I sacrifice? I've earned. That's earned. <laughs> I, I that feel, is an Oscar bait speech. I feel, there. I feel like, and I do feel like the show. Um, I'm not really sure. They did the whole refugee immigrant thing, and they did the whole, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just lost its relevance mm -hmm. to. They didn't explore like the sinister like wife school aspect and like what's it like to be a wife in Gilead against your will. Yeah, like, like that's the an show, interesting angle. The show, because that was the whole like stakes was like oh like Serena parades out Hannah with all the other you know wives to be in the yeah pink dresses and it, like that's like oh my gosh like she's some of some of the, the same thing as a handmaid like ah the and best then, like, parts really of the anywhere. season yeah were when serena was back in gilead yeah those were in really charge, good yeah that was good mm -hmm. then she then it just disappeared for three episodes to, i don't know what the, <laughs> like i did and i just remember watching the finale and just thinking like as it as it started to wear on and i was like where's serena <laughs> where is serena Hello, <laughs> and then I thought we're not getting Serena. And you're like, it's two minutes left of this yeah. thing. Yeah, and then train. I'm like, that's why I'm saying. That's why I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think she's on the train for any other reason than because there's no it. way she's not going to be in the yeah. episode at all. Yeah, which again, like I said, you worked and didn't way. work. Yeah, like it's like, what? Nah. <laughs> oh goodness. Anyway, we're done with Handmaid's Tale. We're done with Handmaid's Tale for a while. We will be back with the next. Praise thing. be. Praise be. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>